gonna show you. I'm gonna show you how to operate in the spirit. This is Happy Life Studios. This message is for you. This message is for you. This message is singular to you. It's not for anybody else. It's not hard to get. It's not hard to get. It's not hard to understand. Hey, are you happy? Now that's a great question. Does your sun set high? Does your sun set high? Welcome. Happy Life Studios. Hey, are you happy? If you're not, then why? If you're not, then why? We're here to help your life be happier. What's up, Happy Lifers? How are you? Whether you're uh, sad or happy, whether you're struggling or you're feeling really good, uh, this is going to be a good podcast for you today. I want to share a story, uh, start off with a really cool story. Um, this last weekend, I was speaking at a, at a church in this small little community, and I brought some product down with me. I have some Happy Life product, headphones, t-shirts, water bottles, um, uh, motivational CDs, things like that to help people's happy. And so when I go places, I offer that so they can actually take some happy home with them. Um, and uh, there was this cute little girl that that loved these pink Happy Life headphones that I had. And uh, so she came up to me. She was very, um, very bold, very personable. So she had no problem doing this. She came up to me and said, and asked me, excuse me, sir, could I, could I have one of your headphones? But before I could even say anything, um, her mom said, um, did you already ask your mom? Yes. And what did mom say? That I couldn't have them. That's right. Um, uh, we can't afford them right now. You can't have those headphones. And so I just thought that to tell her that I said, you know, because I was planning on giving her a pair of headphones. But before I did, I thought we'd use this moment. I just I just asked her and, and the people, all my all my product um, is made by the people of Camp Daniel, which is a camp. It's a ministry. Um, it's a group home. There's all sorts of stuff that go with it, but it's to help people with disabilities, physical, mental, emotional, social, whatever disabilities they are. Um, they help you uh, with those disabilities. And and uh, I will spend five weeks this summer out there speaking at their camps. And, and uh, I just love Camp Daniel. It'll change your world. Uh, but they make all my, all my product. And... <laughs> I always get in trouble because I give my product away too much. Um, the product is there to help continue on this happy life thing, and and um, I'm always wanting to <laughs> give it away, and uh, which is fine, but I tend to do it too much, I guess. And so I thought about that too, uh, and luckily the mom said that she couldn't have one, so that kind of forced me to, to go a different direction, and I just said, well, maybe you should ask God to help you. If you like those headphones, why don't you ask God to see if he'd provide them for you? And I don't know why we reserve all the big prayers for God, but never the small ones, because the closer you get to somebody, the smaller the, 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 the things we talk about. We talk about the small details of life. The people that I don't know as well, I tend to talk about bigger things with, but the people that I know the most are the ones I talk about all the little details. And sometimes we feel like we don't want to put God out. Well, I, I think it puts God more out when we ignore him or just come to him when we're in big trouble, which he's fine with because he, he just loves to help. But he loves it when we come to him in the small details. When when your friend comes to you and asks you to do something small, or if you have if you have children, when your, your children come and ask you, you know, if you could 
do you know help them with this thing you just you enjoy it as a parent i think god enjoys being invited into the small areas of our life so i just told her that that um you know let's ask god uh if he would help you get those headphones knowing all along that that if nothing happened um she was going to end up with those headphones (laughs) whether they were sitting next to her and she didn't know it but i was going to there's no way I, she, she owned me. There's no way I could not give her those headphones. Well, I kept asking her through the, through the night. Um, I kept asking her, so have you asked God yet? Have you asked God yet? She kept saying no. She kept saying no. And finally, she just grabbed me and yanks me into this other room. <laughs> come with me. You come with me. <laughs> so she pulls me into this room and she says, you pray. You, you pray with me. I said, okay. And so we prayed a simple prayer. It went something like this. God. It'd be really cool. I really want those headphones. If you could find some way to supply those for me, that would be sweet. And that was it. The next day comes around, and uh, and now I'm, I'm speaking at a church on Sunday morning, and she pulls me into another room, and she says, I, we got to talk. <laughs> so she pulls me in there, and she says, I asked God for those headphones, and I still don't have them. Well, this was still early Sunday morning yet, I said. I said, sweetheart, give it some time. I'm like, and so she kind of smirked and said, okay. And uh, meanwhile, um, a woman had gone out and and driven a, her vehicle and picked up a bunch of kids that wanted to come to church. And the only way they could get, to her if they, get there is if they had a ride. So she brought them. When they saw the headphones, they went crazy. I mean, they wanted them so bad. And the water bottles and the whole deal. And Camp Daniel's done a great job of making, making my product. And, and uh, it's so cool. It's our product, actually. So this one kid comes up to me and realizes he couldn't get the, the headphones for just $10, but he didn't have the $10 to be able to purchase them. So he tried a different angle, and I loved his angle. He said, um, sir, excuse me, is there any way that I could work for you to earn money to make to get these headphones? And I, I couldn't think of any way that he could help me. And uh, and then I just thought, you know what, I'm going to say the same thing to him. So I, so I said the same thing to him about asking God to, um, if, you know, God, I would love a pair of these headphones, please. If you want to provide them for me, that would be so great. But I can tell he wasn't too convinced that God was going to do anything because he was he was not happy. He was sulking pretty well. In fact, I um, I went up to him later and I, I explained to him what happy life was really about. I said, you know, happy life is about um, being happy, not because we get something. Like these headphones would make you happy, but but God wants to make you happy Um even if you don't get the headphones, he can make you happy. And that's really what he wants to do. Despite our circumstances, we can have joy. And uh, <laughs> I, thought, I thought that sounded pretty good, but it went in one ear and out the other. He didn't, <laughs> he wanted those headphones. And he started telling me stories about how his sister always breaks his headphones. And I thought she was his younger sister. She was actually his teenage sister. She always breaks his stuff and on and on he went. And, and uh, he was working it pretty well there. Well, right after I got done talking to him, a gentleman, uh, church is getting ready to start in oh, in a few moments, and a gentleman comes up to me and says, how many headphones do you have? And I said, well, just what I have there, I just, it's a smaller community, I only brought down like five headphones from home, and and um, he says, well, I'd like to buy them all. I said, I, he says, I want to buy them for the, for the kids at this church. And I was like, he had no clue that there's these two kids that just prayed for those headphones. And... Um, so you should have seen their, their faces when the, the pastor called them all, all the children up and said, hey, look at this, kids, we got something special for you today. And when they brought down those headphones down the center aisle, oh, their 
I wish I wish I could have grabbed a picture of it. Their eyes just exploded. I mean, they just got so big. They covered their mouths in, in joy, and they were just, it was, the, it was the coolest moment. And it reminds me of something. It reminds me that the Bible also says, when you sow in tears, you reap in joy. And, you know, last, last episode, we talked about plant happy. We talked about that same concept. Whatever you sow, you will reap. So if you sow apple seeds, you're going to get apples. If you sow happy, you're going to get happy back. If you sow encouragement, you're going to get encouragement back. Um, if you if you sow sadness, if you, you sow anger, if you like to start fights on social media, we talked a little bit about that, then that's what you're going to get in return. And, and some people like to get attention through those cold pricklies, and, but it's so much better when you get it through the warm fuzzies. And if you plant happy, you're going to get happy. So it's going to seem a little bit different here because this week I think I'm going to talk, I'm going to call it so sad, like sowing sad. It's the same thing as planting. So wait, what is it? Planting happy or, or planting sad? Which, which is it? Well, there are two different things here. Plant happy means you get what you, what you plant. So plant happy. But sometimes in life, hard times come, difficult times come. I don't know about you, if, if, you've, got, if you've ever had a dream all had dreams right and um but sometimes those dreams just don't they just don't seem to come about i mean it seems like the circumstances are exactly the opposite of what we're dreaming and you know the the bible also says that that unless a seed falls to the ground and dies it can't produce a harvest and Oftentimes, our dreams have got to die before they can give birth. But when a seed dies, it, it, is, it, it comes 30, 60, 100 fold, um, the Bible says. When a seed dies, you know, uh, all the apples that come from one apple seed is just crazy. And sometimes our, our dreams have to die. But the good news is, is that when they come back to life, they come back even better and greater than before. But sometimes we... we so in tears we so sad and we get these dreams and and you know the the another difficult thing is is there's not a whole lot of difference between planting and burying right and sometimes it feels like things in us are dying it feels like dreams in us are dying uh, sometimes it feels like our life is just going in the wrong direction like like it's getting buried but in actuality it's being planted we can't give up on that. When you plant a seed, you just don't leave it there. And sometimes we have dreams and we just leave them alone. But you got to work that soil. You got to you got to water that soil. You've got to give it the nutrients and the fertilizer, and 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 you got to take care of it and keep the weeds away from it. And so it is with dreams. Even when it feels like our dreams are are dying or dead, or it feels like they've been buried. Sometimes it feels like a part of us has been buried. But how do you know it hasn't just been planted instead? I'm telling you, that's how God seems to work with me. Sometimes God whispers in our heart and gives us something and tells us something cool is going to happen. And then the circumstances come and the opposite happens. And we feel like, wait a minute, I thought this was going to happen. I had this dream. I thought this was going to work instead. And and sometimes it feels like God is silent in those moments because um, sometimes God steps back 
And he doesn't speak in those moments to see, will you believe what I just told you? So if, if you have a dream that seemed to have died, there's been a part of you that seemed to have died, seems to have been buried, begin to take care of that. Begin to nurture that. Begin to water that. Begin to keep the weeds away from it. In other words, keep believing. Don't doubt. Don't throw the whole thing out. Something is going to bloom from that. And it's going to be something greater. Um, if you sow in tears, you will reap in joy. That's Psalms 126, verse 5 and 6. And uh, I, I like what it in the message translation I'm going to read parts of the whole chapter, but listen to how this chapter goes. Uh, Psalms 126 says, It seemed like a dream too good to be true. It says, We laughed, we sang, we couldn't believe our good fortune. We were the talk of the nations. God was wonderful to us. We are one happy people. But then in verse 4, listen to what it says here. And now God, do it again bring rains to our drought-stricken lives. Now, wait a minute. Wait a minute. So it says, so those who planted their crops in despair will shout hoorays at the harvest. Hold on. You just said we were one happy people. It just said that we laughed and we sang and we couldn't believe our fortune and our good fortune and it was just too good to be true. And then without even any warning, it says, and now God, do it again bring rage to our drought-stricken lives. It talks about being in despair, planting your crops in despair. Well, hold on a second. <laughs> how can I be happy one minute and in despair the next? Because that's kind of how life goes. Just because something is seen buried in you, um, you know, when a farmer plants seed, they don't mourn the fact that they've buried a whole bunch of seed because they know they've planted that seed and they know something is going to come up from it. I'm telling you, those areas of your life that you feel are dead, don't you quit on those things. You keep studying about those things. You keep working those things. You keep trying to be that, become that person. And one day you're going to see, if you keep watering that seed, you're going to see something pop up. And farmers know what's going to happen because if they've got, they, if they plant something, they're going to reap something. And so um, it ends and it says, so those who planted their crops in despair will shout hoorays at the harvest. So those who went off with heavy hearts will come home laughing with armloads of blessing. And I'm just telling you that life has both. It, it, it doesn't have to be one or the other. I can be a happy people and still be in despair. Man, when I look at my life, it is too good to be true. I mean, I can look at my life and point out a, a bunch of negative things because I'm kind of geared that way. And I, there's parts of me that I don't like about some of those parts of me. But if I really look at my life, it is too good to be true. And the fact that, that we, we have so much going on for us, and yet that doesn't mean that despair won't come. It doesn't mean that heavy hearts won't come. You know, part of happy is in the midst of heaviness, we can still be happy. So sometimes you have to sow in sadness. Something in us feels like it's dying and we get heavy hearts. But if you will sow in sadness, it's okay just so anyway. If you will plant in sadness, you will reap with laughter. You will reap with, with arms of, 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 of joy, uh, full of joy. And uh, in fact, in Matthew chapter 5, it's called the Beatitudes, and there's a whole bunch of blessed statements. Blessed are you when you do whatever. And that word blessed can actually mean happy. 
you can actually translate it as happy in the original language. So in other words, it's saying, happy are you when you do this, when you do that. And, and there's so many in there, it's like, happy are you when you are persecuted. Happy are you when you're this or that. And one of them is, happy are you when you mourn. Wait a minute. When I mourn, I can be happy? Yes, because the rest of the verse says, for you will be comforted. So if you're in the middle of despair, if you're in the middle of mourning, hold on to that. Don't give up because joy will come in the morning um, and the happy will come through. Don't give up. The story's not over yet. You who sow in, in tears will reap in joy. Hold on. It's coming. for listening. Steve Ace.